This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeffy, don't say that thing you say. Say the other thing. On tonight's Dad Band Land, we're going to talk about something fun. Theme song! DBL, this is special episode, what is it? What is it? It's five, isn't it? Five Number special five. episodes. Number yeah. five is alive. These are the episodes that we do uh, where we feature you, our listeners, and your input into our mighty podcast. Now, if you remember last week, which is actually tonight for us, so I'm still dying of COVID when you're hearing this, right. um, we discussed our favorite music videos from the MTV era and beyond. And I asked the question on our social media, what's your favorite music video of all time? And uh, you, uh, you replied, everybody. You replied, a lot of you replied. There's hundreds of responses. Well, and I think we should put that, that context that these these responses do cover a large period of time because everybody seems to think that music video, you know, when MTV was its in its heyday was the prime era, but music videos, great music videos are still being made and go completely viral and people are still getting into them in, in different ways. They mean different things to us now, but everyone's got something that was like some game changer, right? What I'm seeing on here is someone saw something and they were like, holy shit, my life is new now that I've seen that video. And this is fascinating yeah. to see how different they all are. What videos just blew people's minds? Let's break some out. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to go straight to, I got to go straight to Loverboy. Because yes. you're goddamn Hot right. Black is insane. <laughs> Hot Black Desiato only exists at work and at home. Who, by the way, she was super psyched that she was on our last special edition. She says, this is not my favorite, but it is my favorite not favorite because it is period Insane, insane, all caps, and it is. You want to talk about it, Jeffy? I I don't even know where to begin. Like <laughs> whether it's the Starfield opening that that almost feels like it's going to go right into uh, the final countdown, or uh, the cyberpunk elements. Like, uh, all right, this is Billy Ocean. I, it's 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 just a standard, very pleasant Billy Ocean song. But for well, some reason, he decided, you know, that star, you know that cantina scene in Star Wars? I want something like that, but like 300 times more batshit. Yeah. And yeah. so well, for, assuming for no a, reason. Yeah, but you're assuming he had a say in this or that he had the creative control. Let's remember, the artist oh. 
especially back then, didn't always have a say in this stuff. You know what? Right? No, no, sometimes no, I'm, nip, nipping, I'm, nipping this, I'm nipping this theory in the yeah. bud. We have to believe yeah. this was straight from Billy Ocean's mind. <laughs> okay. It's the only yeah, way okay. I'm yeah. accepting it. Spraying I mean, hole. Sure. Like perhaps, perhaps it's not impossible it was someone else's idea, but I would much rather believe straight from Billy to our television. Okay. And you know I would, what? I would, yeah, go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was going to say, that said, we have mentioned... Billy Ocean on this yeah. show before. Yes. Yeah. And Clips I don't think we mentioned yeah, I don't think we mention him enough. No. Because Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean is the foundation of our existence. I'm wow. just gonna leave you, it at you that. Mean the, that's, ocean, that's, that's the, the ocean or Billy specifically? Because Billy. Well, okay. Because the ocean that's also pretty serious. Ocean. Well, I, will I say would this. Yes. I, I was about say the same about thing. this video. I it is so crazy. That it can't be the product of anybody but Billy Ocean's consciousness. The bad, there's no, there's the no, man of there's no record Wait, executive sitting there I, going I mean, like, "Hey, you know what would work for this Billy Ocean cut? It's a hot R and B track." You know what? You are exactly right. There is not a single record record executive who would do this. Yeah, but ten of them could do it. <laughs> ten of them could do it. Listen, you guys don't know me. Right. Well, compare, you know, I got to I got to bring up a similar music video that seems to be forgotten by time, which I loved as a kid, which is Rick Springfield's Bop to You Drop, which was also him trying to escape. He was like put in some alien cave where he was like chained up and had to escape and he's shooting lasers and trying to escape. And I thought this was the coolest video I'd ever seen as a kid. Turns out this video is the very first video directed by David Fincher back in 1984. Oh, wow. And uh, so, so it made the whole world feel like it was in harmony because this video that was outrageous and like a third, you know, rate Star Wars, like this Billy Ocean to some extent, um, turned out everybody to have a great, was great doing their, Everybody was doing their third rate Star Wars at that I, I wonder who directed this video. Can we find that out, this Billy Ocean video? I, yeah, I want to I I put a capper on Give Hot Black Desiato her due because she then chimes in with, my actual favorite is either Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right, Revisited, um, which Brian name checked last week, or yeah, or fuck shit stack by Reggie Watts, which is a great choice. But also, yep. this is America by Donald Glover. There's some there's some good name checking going no, on that, right there. This is America is I would say this is America is probably my favorite one of this decade. If I had to pick a music yeah, video, it's amazing. Now. It's amazing. What an outrageous video! All right, let's throw some more out. Who's got one? Um, got me uh, going down going down this list. Someone brought up uh, Tom Petty, "Don't Come Around Here No More," which is an all time classic. First Tom Petty song I ever video. heard, but what a great video! What a defining video! What a I don't want to say career rejuvenating because I'm not sure he needed one, but for someone my age who never heard of him, it just put him right at the top of everything. So that video, well, it was an amazing Alice in Wonderland themed video. Um, that song was produced and I believe co written. With Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics, correct. Um, which mm. was a very different kind of look for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, it's, well, it's you just know, great, and, and it mattered that it proved that Tom Petty actually ended up being very good at making music videos. Like for the next so and many years, Tom Petty hated that fucking video. He really. Now, did. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of bringing him back into into the video world, I mean, that's the thing that I always wonder about bands. Like, if if they weren't ready for that sort of thing. That could just it, it literally destroyed careers. Do you know what I mean? We see some yeah. bands like him, Aerosmith, certain ones that just flipped over and turned out to have a great video career. Yeah. Well, Tom Petty was already there, to be fair, because um, You Got Lucky was the, the, with its Mad Maxian dystopian uh, uh, desertscape was a huge video at the time. And that predates mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And that was a weird one, too, of that MTV era 
um, similar to ZZ Top, which is another one of my right. favorite video bands, these older bands that ended up embracing the video era, and it gave them that second life like you're talking about, Kevin, uh, for our generation. Um, I, have a, I have one from um, Guy Campbell on Twitter. He's Guy M. Campbell, who I disagree with his first part of his sentence, which is not a huge ACDC fan. Guy, oh, get on board. Mistake number one. But, but, well, right, but, but he loves the video, Let There Be Rock. And uh, <laughs> Guy, I agree with you. And Guy, since you're not an ACDC fan, I also want to recommend uh, It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll. And if you guys are unfamiliar with this video, and this is pre-MTV, all this stuff, it was like one of those yeah. promo films. It's the band on like a flatbed truck driving <laughs> through the city. <laughs> Playing as their instruments. Do, as one does. Yeah, of course. And Bond Scott on the bagpipes. You, you can't beat it. So, Guy, thank you for Let There Be Rock. You're totally right about that one. But if you want to see Bond Scott's original teeth, also check out uh, It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll. I, I agree. I think anything Bond Scott was in, because, again, MTV was not a real thing, so they didn't know what they were doing. That's wild shit. Yeah. Justin P.H. Dixon which is his real name, Justin P.H. Dixon, I imagine, brought up Tonight Tonight by Smashing Pumpkins, which is that one, if you recall, it's like the Melies film, the, the the French filmmaker who made Man in the Moon and stuff. I thought that was mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic because that's when music videos can take these ideas that are almost experimental film ideas and make them into something we could wrap our heads around. Because yeah. having gone to film school, I watched a lot of experimental films that could have used music videos attached to them that would have been a lot more palatable. There was a time when music videos were... were you know, somewhere between, you know, bikini car washes and works of art. And, like, they yeah. all got played I mean, next to each other. Yeah, and I, and Nancy, Nancy our, our listener, Nancy Rogers, at RogDog72, brings up the uh, Freedom 90 video from George Michael. Oh, yeah, which, that's an interesting video. Yeah, it's a, it's a great video, and I love the gender-bending notion of supermodels um doing lip sync and george michael being there i just thought it was very sort of retros in retrospect it was provocative absolutely i agree agree. looking back he was trying to de superstar himself and Mm -hmm. remove himself you know the listen without prejudice album the whole point he was on the cover in the music video he was barely even visible like he was trying to remove mm-hmm. himself from his own fame, which was pretty bold. You know, I mean, I, for a guy I didn't like that much from Wham and whatnot, I have to say, by the end of his life, he turned out to be one of the greatest people, like one of the nicest guys, one like a guy that would go to homeless shelters and help people. He, he really came a long way in my perception of him. Um, and it yeah. starts with this and, video. It starts with this era. Yeah, and 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 him just uh, a different expression of sexuality that I'd seen, and yeah, I just thought it was you know again. For the time, it was incredible, and for what a you huge know, for, star he was to do something like that was pretty yep. pretty bold. Yeah, I mean, for me, it started with uh, Wham Rap. <laughs> yeah, it all yeah. starts with Wham yes. Rap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, quickly name check a couple of people because uh, you know, as I said in our last episode, our listeners were so all, all over this that I didn't have to be. Chris Cronin says anything by OK Go and links the "This Too Shall Pass" video, which was that amazing Rube Goldberg machine made by that Los Angeles art collective that seems right. to be one shot. It is in fact two. Um, it's fantastic. And uh, Andrew Beck of Andy Beck Twenty Two 
uh, says, not even a question, and links, okay, go, here it goes again, which is the treadmill video, which kind of mm-hmm. defined their career. Now, a few weeks ago, I you know I listed one of their songs as a hidden treasure because not enough people pay attention to their music because their videos were so good. But their videos are fucking great. And if you haven't watched yep. all of them, the the one where they get in the vomit comet from a couple of years ago, a lot of people missed that one. They do they do a zero G choreographed music video <laughs> in a, yeah, in a, I haven't in seen a plane that one. in zero gravity. It's unbelievable. When Penn Jillette said it, according to one of our listeners, and I can't find him at the moment, but apparently Penn Jillette saw that one and said, if you can do this, why do you need magic? It's <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That's wow. amazing. Get, yeah. Well, t- tying to that, t- Tim Glotch at the real T Glotch, which implies that there's a fake t- Tim Glotch out there somewhere. But he brought we up, all knew that. and I have to point this out, that he brought up Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. And the reason I want to mention yeah. that is that that's the very first time I saw a music video and it dawned on me what they could be. You know, like I enjoyed music videos, like I enjoyed Thriller, but Thriller, as great as it is, is a, is a straight up story. Do you know what I mean? Like something's going on and there's a, yeah. there's a dance number. Right. Um, most of them are performance videos or some something along those lines, but Sledgehammer was something totally different, and I never saw a music video becoming that. Was it was that your first exposure to stop motion? Uh, I couldn't have been because I saw a lot of Rankin Bass Christmas specials prior to that. Oh, but it's the first yeah, time I saw a train. <laughs> first time I saw a train nobody, ride nobody, into Peter Gabriel's ear is the first time I saw that happen. Right. Yes, nobody I, likes I a think skinny you mean, Santa. Uh, yeah, I think you mean CG, Jeffy. <laughs> oh, CG. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Call back to a joke from last week. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> no last one's week listening now. that hard, Brian. <laughs> you don't think they are, they but are. they are. Our fans are obsessed. Um, a couple of people, including um, Autobiography of a Schnook from at Schnook Podcast. So I'm plugging you right now, Schnook Podcast. Um, listed Twisted Sister... We're not going to take it. And I yes. just yes. wanted to throw that on, on the table to see, you know, if anybody's going to prod that by. You, you, like, let's just throw some chum, <laughs> chum in the water for the people that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. a pledge pin yeah. on your I uniform? Know. I don't know if I have any opinions on Twisted Sister, Adam. That's so strange to bring it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's me, it's Kevin. Like, I don't know if I have any opinions on that matter. Is, yeah. is someone going to bring up Kiss next? Who knows? Yeah, I know. What's going to happen here? Do we have any ideas on these days? Uh, no, I, Twisted Sister is. That summer of '84, like time where music videos were starting to make some get some real groundwork, and it their visual component was was there. Like rock bands didn't look like that. The it also had kind of like Thriller. It had an intro. If you got to see the long version, it had a good like three or four minutes before. You felt like you had earned something. You're like, oh my god, I'm seeing the long. Which was that guy? Actually, the actor from Animal House. Yes, he did one some lines from Animal House. He did one thing very well in multiple mediums. Is what he did. So that, uh, yeah. (laughs) That video is a cartoon. If I remember correctly, it's just basically a Warner Brothers cartoon. He literally saws a hole in the floor and then falls through. Spins around and like fast motion, slow motion, fast motion, and it drills all. Yeah, it absolutely is that. But you know what? When you're nine, that's like the greatest thing you've ever seen on TV. So, um, yeah, yeah. hypothetic. Apropos of nothing, if one was nine, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you can talk about that all day, but Christopher's Books at Chris Books SF just put a GIF up, and it's from Single Ladies. 
and that's one of the greatest videos of all time. <laughs> You, yeah. you know, I was going to bring up, there are a couple of people who link single ladies, and that was so well put, Jeffy. Here's the yes. thing. So uh, iconically, Kanye West goes on stage, takes the microphone from uh, Taylor Swift, says, I'm going to let you finish, but but Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time. And we were all mad at him. Obviously, it was the wrong thing to do. However, but it looking, was back, truth. looking back... I don't remember <laughs> what video Taylor Swift made that year nope. that beat Beyonce. Nope. No she one didn't. does. She doesn't remember. Yeah. And that doesn't make it even remotely okay what Kanye did because no, award I'm shows are bullshit it. by their very nature. They're bullshit shows. And, and like I'm he's not, the guy who doesn't realize that, you know, that the things in the puppet theater are just puppets. You know, and, if I can. He's, he's, yelling at, he's yelling at a puppet. But. And that that Beyonce Hasht- video is hashtag Kanye was right. If, yeah. If I could para- if I could paraphrase Chris Rock, I wouldn't do it, but I understand. Yeah, did did Chris Rock say that about well, that? Not about that. Oh, about something <laughs> that that I don't agree with. But I, I get it. Yeah. Um, I got I got one from uh, Brian K Trotter on Twitter at. TK Rain 42, uh, Journey Separate Ways. That's a, that's Worlds a, apart. That is its own thing, right? Like that, that is a thing that yeah. both, like, I, again, going to whose idea that was, I need to believe that was a record executive's <laughs> idea rather than members of Journey because that idea of air, air keyboard, that's never. Air everything? Yeah, but the keyboard, especially, <laughs> for some reason, just feels a little bit weirder than everything else. I don't know how you feel about air keyboard, Adam. Is it wor- better or worse than a keytar? Uh, it's in the same, it's the same instrument. <laughs> <laughs> what about air keytar? Air, air now keytar. you're talking. I'm playing one right now. Yeah, yes. there we go. <laughs> no, well, speaking a, of right now, Ambra yeah. Hake of Ambra Hake says, her favorite video of all time is "Right Now" by Van Halen. Well, as oh, I, as Van as, Hagar, uh, as someone who's not a Van Hagar fan, that that I, that song and video swept the awards that year. That's how you make a video. Like, and I think, that, and I think the song's fine. But that video is memorable. Like, Van Halen never made memorable videos. In fact, they've notoriously made some of the dumbest videos. Yet, right now, "Hot for Teacher." Oh, "Hot for Teacher" is fantastic. Come on, no, 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 no they did. No. I was talking about, but yeah. But there are some notoriously, I mean, honestly, right before that is the video for Pound Cake, which is so preposterously stupid. And uh, right now is a, is a solid video, and it's a video that people stop to watch or to read, you know. And I would uh, give my props to whoever came up with that because, you know, as we've said before, when David Lee Roth left the band, he took the band's sense of humor with him. Yes. Um, and, 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 and a lot of the sense of fun. And whoever made that video was like, I know what I could do. I can can put words on the screen that make this more interesting. Um, Hey, you know what's going to make this podcast more interesting? These sponsors. DBL. DBL is back. back. Spec F5. These are your favorite music videos of all time. We're going through them. We're combing through the Twitter feeds. We're sorry if we don't get to yours, but continue to hit us up with your answers to our questions on all our socials or just email us at dadbandland at gmail.com. All right, more of the greatest videos in your minds. Uh, At Dr. A. Saha and at Gene Bean 360, among others, 
brought up Take On Me by AHA, which, you know, if you're an Altered States fan <laughs> and an early 80s pop band fan, that's that's your wheelhouse right there. No doubt. It, it's also, yeah. if you're someone who's who ever looks at your <clears throat> iTunes in alphabetical order, it's the first song that always shows up in my iTunes list every time. Um, that's all, that video was groundbreaking. People loved it. My yep. son just sang that song. I don't think he'd ever attended one of these events before. Maybe his, this was his second. He sang that song at his friend's bar mitzvah with two other friends. Oh, really? And here's the, here's that, the crazy part of it. that people do at bar mitzvahs? Well, here's the crazy part of it. He assumed it was going to be at the party afterwards. He got there to find out they were having him sing that to the, to the honoree as part of the service. What kind of wackadoo temple is that, Adam? <laughs> it's not a wackadoo temple. It wasn't at a temple. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> I also wanted to mention my, my, my brother in audio, Ray Suarez, also brought in Take On Me. There were a lot of people who thought that was a, you know, Yeah, it's a classic. Absolutely. It's incredible. Yeah. How about the Weezer version, anybody? You guys know what I'm talking I, about? No, I did not. I, really? I guess, it, I guess this would surprise me, but... But uh, yeah, so Weezer did that covers album a year or two ago. Yeah, did they do Take on Me? They did Take on Me, and they did a um, a Take on Me video. And uh, the kid, one of the kids from Stranger Things, plays a young Rivers Cuomo in the eighties. Wow! Check it out. But do they hit the note? I mean, I can't see anybody doing it without being able to hit the note. It's all about the note, I mean, isn't it? It's it's down an octave, but you know. Okay. They do a good job. So sorry, Max Nago at, yeah. at Max Nago, and I, I saw other people suggest this, which was which was Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana, which is one of my all time favorite videos. I, I like it better than any other Nirvana video, and that was Anton Corbin, if I remember right. Um, yeah, which which were always black and white. In fact, if I if I remember right, that's a colorized video. Like they shot that black and white, colorized it. Like what a strange. When I think of Nirvana, that video captures more so than "Smells Like Teen Spirit." The song captures Nirvana to me, but that video is the look and sound of of that early '90s sound. I think that video is tremendous. Agreed. Uh, going to the opposite of that, <laughs> uh, Mark Ship or at Temkai on uh, Twitter brought up uh, "Grateful Dead," "Touch of Grey." And uh, as our one and only resident Grateful Dead fan, who happens to be wearing a Grateful Dead shirt right now, okay, wow. what are the odds? So is is this um, guy trolling us? Because not uh, not yeah. only uh, have we have we put it forward that we're not Grateful Dead fans, but well, I'm guessing that that might be one of your least favorite Grateful Dead songs. Is that Brian, is that the right? Coke? Is that the Kokomo of Grateful Dead fandom? Is that what that is? What is Touch of Grey considered? There, there you go. That's a that's a good one. They actually had an album after this one, their final studio album, which I would say is the Kokomo of uh, for Grateful <laughs> Dead. But but given my age, um, I actually got into it. Like seeing this video and hearing this song, it connected it well with me, um, and I really liked it. And this is when I started actually like seeing them and was old enough to like go to their shows and stuff like that. Um, so I really liked it, and um, I, it worked for me. I was I the think same. This was the first generational. This was the first song I'd heard by them, and right. that may have impacted for the rest of my life my seriousness of which I could take them because they definitely, in my mind, stood out like, oh, these old guys are trying to make music videos, 
at a time where we should let Peter Gabriel do these sorts of things as opposed to this. So yeah, that video for me, I bet their age probably, relative to Peter Gabriel was not that it's probably identical. They're probably right. the same. No. <laughs> it's, no, it's like, it's like when we find out we're older than all the traveling Wilburys is such a stunning right. piece of revelation. But, uh, it, it, they just, they, I believe that video may have done more damage to them in my mind than that had had this government. But then they way. turn into skeletons, Kevin. You know what? So they're making that's, fun of that they're so old. That's so funny that you say that because that's the only thing that I remember about them. And then thinking, right. if they just performed this whole video as skeletons, I might have been totally into this. If they just... <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted Thriller. Uh, yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. Grateful Dead. I, I want to I throw in, Tal Goldstein didn't offer anything other than a gif. And I'm going to show you guys this gif. And then I'll, we'll tell the audience what it is. Yes. It is Katy Perry spewing whipped cream. It's from, I believe it's from the song uh, California Girls. Yes. The video with is. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, look, I, I know I brought in a Katy Perry song as a guilty pleasure uh, many months ago. <clears throat> I did. I did. It was Roar. And I want to say, I, you know, I can't call myself a Katy Perry fan, but I'm glad that I live in a world where she makes music videos. I I think that uh, that's funny that it's, it's a gift because that's sort of what music videos are at their best right now. Do you know what I mean? Like what snippet of it can right. we grab and turn into something which is fascinating? Um, there's a couple on this list that, that led me to other things because there are so many music videos that were made that maybe got played once or twice on MTV or late at night and they spent a fortune on some of these things. Lost to time till the internet gets you. And I, I came across a... Um, a song by a night ranger for the secret of my success. I don't know if you mm. remember the movie. Well, let yeah. me just, I'm oh, just gonna, I don't know if you remember the movie. I'm going to throw, <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there for anyone who hasn't who seen are it. Who are you talking to? I uh, know the secret of my success by night ranger in the music video, which is pretty straightforward night ranger in a stage, but they have a horn section in this song. And the, the two guys playing horns, two of the three guys playing horns. One is weird. Al, and one is Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, or the horn section for Night Ranger. This is so bonkers to me that there was a day that Weird Al and Tommy Lee and Night Ranger hung out to make a music video as the horn section. Why does this exist? Who made this? This was lost to time. Why don't? So if you haven't seen that, look that up because that's a real thing that exists. <coughs> that's crazy. And I guarantee you that was not some record executive's idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kids love? Was Weird Al and Tommy them. Lee together. Yeah, it's. Uh, cr- I I did a double take. I'm like, that. This can't be. Is this a real thing? But now we wow. know. Now we can find proof. There's um, a there's speak- a lot of the aha. There's a lot of the ones that we've already named. I mean, yeah. Yeah. so many of you have the same favorites, which which is just means they're great videos. Uh, Roger uh, that Roger says total eclipse of the heart, and he was not the only one. That's oh, uh, I don't know the video. It's it's Bonnie. Uh, is it Tyler? No, I know the song. In the Bonnie wind, Tyler. she's in the wind. It's very oh. gothic. It's 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 like a meatloaf video. It's 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 blue tinged and gothic, and um, she needs your love tonight. I gotta say that Jim Steinman could write a histrionic ballad in in the in the best possible way. Um, going off uh, Kevin's horn section. <laughs> speaking of horns, yes, uh, Alan Alan Lucas at not that Lucas. Um, mentioned uh, Paul Simon and Chevy Chase in You Can Call Me Al. Right. Forgot about that video. That Wow. That is similar to what I was saying with Tom Petty for a generation, because I knew, I knew Simon and Garfunkel from AM Radio that my parents listened to, but that 
made them made him relevant with Graceland and 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 Chevy yeah. Chase. Like all of a sudden, Paul Simon couldn't be more relevant in that moment. And it's that video, it's that video that does that by having that guest star. I think that's that's a pretty stunning moment. I feel like that album was going to make him relevant again anyway. But well, I mean, I used saying, to, I used the video to, is one, big. The one-two punch of that album with that video was really pretty much nailed it. I, I used to work with an Alan Lucas. Mm. Let's find out if it's him. Not that Lucas. Not that Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one I saw and I'm looking for, so I apologize. if, if, if uh, Two people. One of them is actually named James Felber. Not a relative of mine, but I want to give him a shout because there's not a lot of Felbers on this planet. And if this COVID of mine gets any worse, there will be one, one less. less. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, James fewer. Felber says Robert <laughs> Robert Palm. What's that? One, one, fewer. one, one fewer. Felber. Yeah, that's that about does it for me. I'm checking out. Um, Robert, he <laughs> says, James Felber says, Robert Palmer, going to have to face it. You're addicted to love. Yeah, and he's not the only one who memorable. said that. It's really a memorable, memorable video. Oh, this is here's one I was I was trying to find. Oh, Robert, Robert Palmer's whole shtick is fascinating, just in general. Yeah. Um, and and he made he had his own subgenre of of music videos that everybody knows. And then um, for which is of- which is him with all these um <laughs> models done up to look exactly like each other in sexy garb, pretending to play instruments poorly. Yeah, and he's dressed like some sort of CEO. Like it's the ultimate sort of eighties like CEO <laughs> era power thing meets rock and roll it's a fascinating thing like i can't tell if he means it or if he's making fun of if it's a commentary on the decade but it's a it's a definitely consistent and fascinating thing he did for about three music videos yeah are they poorly pretending to play instruments or pretending to play instruments poorly i caught that as it was coming out of my mouth i honestly don't know i have one here that i I want to bring up because this is forgotten to time for the amount of money spent on these music videos it's amazing how much we don't talk about them, which is Tanya Mortensen at T is on Twitter at T Pickles seven four three seven mentions the the GNR trilogy of Don't Cry, November Rain, and Estranged, right? And uh, Adam, last week we were talking about Guns N' Roses and how in the early nineties they went so they went from being a great gutter rock band to the most bloated over the top thing. And if you watch these three videos that ostensibly try to tell a story. One beginning, actual has a gun at one point, and someone's getting married at one point, and he's in the snow at another point. By the end of it, he is roller skating off of a of a aircraft carrier, and then he is singing with a dolphin. At the end of it, a dolphin is, is these these things cost like five or six million dollars a piece or something. Like these were expensive videos, and they're a trilogy, an incomprehensible trilogy that probably cost more than the entire budget of the '80s, every '80s music video. No one brings it up. I mean, November Rain is still classic, but the three, the trilogy of this is such a huge, massive, bloated thing, then completely forgotten at the time. No one mentions the estranged video, which cost more than any of them. And that's the only thing on that dolphin's resume. You know? <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. Never worked again. He thought he was going to break Never through on off of that music video. He thought that was his big he break, singing with Axl Rose. Um, well, Tanya Mortensen at T Pickles 7437 had a second one. I thought this is the one you're bringing up, Kevin, because this relates to your Night Ranger one. She said, also, some of the as-seen-in-the-movie videos are great. My very favorite is Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters oh boy. from Beverly Hills Cop. No, that's, Come on. That, that's true. And as-seen-in-the-movie was another, is another subgenre, I suppose, of these. Yeah, of course. Of these. Jeff, you're shaking your head at the Neutron Dance. 
Well, you know, it's one of those songs that you use to banish other songs that you can't get out of your head. That's absolutely right. That's well put. <laughs> the Pied Piper of songs. It's the um, I Dream of Genie. Here's of one that I had never seen before, and I was shocked by how entertained I was and how dumb I feel having never seen this. Cat Jimenez says Sugar Cube, hands down, and links Yola Tango's Sugar Cube, the director's cut, which is a video starring David Cross, Bob Odenkirk, and John Ennis teaching the members of Sugar Cube in some kind of rock and roll school how to how to have a little more presence than they do. I mean, the, the members of Yola Tango. Huh. I, and it's I've hilarious. It's really funny. It's great. Yola Tango Sugar Cube. Look it up on your YouTubes. Somebody said any video from Huey Lewis in the news. I don't know if I want to go to that place. I. What's interesting about that is I can't think of any video that that was that outstanding. That was particularly. Well, they name them all. Uh, how about how about Gene Fry at GF two one two one two one? Yeah, losing my religion by REM. That's interesting. Great one. That's great a great video. one. If I remember, that's Matt Muharan, right? The director. If I if I recall, because he did that. I believe he did like. Metallica Unforgiven. There's a whole bunch of bunch. He did, oh God, did he do that Chris Isaac one? There's a whole bunch that have that soft focus and that very particular color that, that's very 90s. And Losing My Religion it's is, a great, is the gateway it's a great to that video. style. I have to say, I am surprised that REM did not make more completely memorable videos. There's not that many REM videos that I, I mean, End of the World that we know it is a pretty good video. Um, it's kind of a, Kind of an, an homage to the fact that it's kind of a ripoff of Subterranean Homesick Blues. Um, I remember being uncomfortable I, by that video because they weren't in it, and I I had no grounding because <laughs> it was just the kid skateboarding that abandoned just that kid. house, and I yeah, was like, exactly. I can't. Where's the band? I need a band. I have no context for this. It, it was the, it was breakthrough mm -hmm. for that reason, but I was not used to that. Same with the Lemon Crush. I mean, not Lemon Crush. I mean, Orange Crush. Um, there are some people who notoriously like as much as I love Prince. There's pretty much no good Prince music videos. Do you know, like there's some people that just never made <laughs> great music videos. One know? of our listeners uh, put Kiss forward. Did they made a great music video? Uh, no, 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 you no, no. One of our listeners Prince named Kiss. Oh, Kiss, oh, Kiss. By Prince. Kiss. You know, Kiss is the closest to a great music Prince because of his performance. It's I entirely agree. his performance. Not It's not the quality of the video. It's not some great stage set. It's not some great concept. It's that he's having fun, and that's kind of infectious in that, that sense. That's not, you're right. That's a great one, but it's not because he had some bold idea. It was just because he just did what he does best. That's fair. That's fair. All right, and you know what else is fair? Oh, no, we're not throwing the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> COVID, COVID brain. No, we're done. Yeah. All right. Now, everybody, thank you so much for, the, for that input. There's a lot more. Go check us out on our socials to see what all of you are saying to each other about your favorite mu music videos. Hit us up on all those socials. Send your questions, comments to dadbandland at gmail.com. Uh, Dadbandland is produced by me, by Jeffy Branion. Opening music montage. There isn't one this week. Editing and Starburns production by Kyle McGraw. Our theme song is by Adam Korn. I am going to go have my lungs vacuumed. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You made it to the end. I did you made it. it. You did it. Made it. I made it to the end of this one. Dad Brandland will be back next week with clearer sinuses. All right. DBL. DBL. DBL.
Scarpins Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.